What is up, people? It's your boy, J-Rock, in your ear, literally, and I am continuing my podcast here, and I am ready to get something back on here. It's uh, been a full week, I believe, since I've been, uh, since I shot an episode, and it's definitely great to be back on here, and I wanted to uh, definitely put this podcast out tonight. It is 11 p.m., and I wanted to make sure that everybody has something to hear in the morning to get you a little going and uh, hear my story that I wanted to put out. This episode I'm going to put out today is called From My Spectators, for the people that are watching. Um, lately, we've been uh, pretty busy with what we've been doing for basketball, and I released today that um, Blockbuster Wrestling will be coming back on March 18th. That is a Sunday, and uh, so now my days are going to get even crazier, busier, but I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm gonna start having some more guests on the uh, on the uh, podcast here at J Rockin' It Podcast, and so that way um, we can get a little feedback from our uh, our listeners. I got a few listeners right now that are coming in and listening. I appreciate it. I feel like as I get these going more and pushing this more, uh, we'll get more uh, people to listen in and call in and get active with the Anchor app, and uh, we would appreciate that. So, uh, but going into it. We're going to knock this out, and again, uh, as you can see, and if you've seen this app so far, um, these are put in five-minute increments, so I'm going to be cutting in and out. Uh might lose my spot sometimes, but I'll bring us back, so get used to it on this until they, uh, so I figured out a better way to hit this app here. But check it out, today's uh, episode, getting sponsored by New Braunfels Hoopmasters. We are a weekly local basketball training program who helps develop our youth and fundamentals, and advanced players. Uh, for more info, look us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com at mbhoopmasters. Uh, check us out. So leading into that, guys, um, I am the uh, director and head coach of MB Hoopmasters, and we ended our January sessions today, and today we had 20 kids today in our sessions, so it's been pretty cool. We usually just uh, take a max of 25 kids, and we're about to hit our max uh, next month. Um, we just need two more kids and we will be hitting our, sp- our our goal for that month of uh, first time ever filling up a full-on class. And that's uh, that's taken us, um, I would say, about a year and a half to do that. So we're it's been a very, 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 very blessing to us to be able to hit this mark. It's going to be definitely a, um, you know, uh, I wouldn't say mission accomplished, but, you know, it's definitely a milestone that we hit. And uh, me and my uh, partner, Vince uh, Romero, he definitely came and helped me build this to what it is today. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today was how New Braunfels Hoopmasters was was actually created. And uh, it's a funny story how it all created, but um, we pretty much created the, came up with the idea in the living room of my buddy Joe's uh apartment and we were sitting there he was kind of in a path of a career like oh man i don't know what i want to do i kind of want to go back to school and i was in a part of same thing i wasn't liking my job i was working at errands at the time actually no no no. i was working at hd supply and um i was getting ready to i was with the temp temp agency and they were going to get ready to end my contract so i was going to have to go and find um uh, job so elsewhere so I had been looking for a job Aaron's went ahead and picked me up and I started moving furniture I was moving furniture 
um, on a day on a daily. It was it was a kind of a rough job. Don't get me wrong, I like being active, but when you're constantly picking stuff up like that, you know, it definitely takes a toll on your body. And uh, it was crazy. It was during the summer. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I got a really good workout. I probably dropped a good amount of pounds too doing it. Uh, but it was fun, uh, and I didn't like it to a point to where management got bad there. So, like, literally me and Joe were sitting there in the middle of his living room, and we're talking about, okay, what could we do, bro? Like, and me, I'm always thinking about stuff, but sometimes I think I overthink things, which is uh, kind of hurting me now because I really wish I would have followed a lot of things that I was thinking of. But as I was sitting there, I'm like, I we're doing this basketball thing, and we're, you know, I'm training kids on the side. And it's like, something here has got to work. Something here is going to have to come out of this. You know what I'm saying? And um, something here has got to come out of this. So let's create a program. Like, I was telling them, like, why don't we just go rent gyms out? We'll charge these uh, athletes a certain amount to come in and train, a certain amount of dates, a certain amount of hours. And we were we're already doing this. Like we've been coaching for so long, let's create something out of this. And again, I had been training. I've been coaching for 14 years now, but I've been personal training for 10. So I grab kids here and there, and I take them to parks, and I take them to uh, McKenna Gym, and I'd rent the gyms out, and I would go and train them, and make a couple bucks here and there. Nothing too big. Nothing to <laughs> definitely not to pay like a lot of bills. Just enough to keep it going and for me to make a little bit of money out of my time. And um, so we got to that point. I said, dude, let's do this. Uh, next thing you know, we're going. And I'm, I made a couple moves. I started hitting the gyms up, seeing how many more dates I can get. Then I started seeing how many kids would actually get involved. And by the time you know it, New Braunfels uh, Hoop Masters had been built. Uh, we were going on a monthly basis. We hit the summer. Summertime, we actually were going twice a week uh, workouts. And, you know, I really want to do that again this summer. And so... It just kept booming. Again, during the summer, we had a good amount of kids. After a while, some kids fell off because they were going to different sports. But I've had a good amount of kids that stuck with it. Um, you know, Parker Aguilar, um, you know, Cam. Uh, I've had um, Caleb come in and out. Uh, it's kind of like, and when I mean in and out, like he came for a couple months and one month out, came back for a couple months and one month out, and kind of just in and out. But a lot of my kids are realizing what we were. They, they, they would realize how hard the workouts were sometimes. And then they were leaving because, again, I don't know if it was because we, you know, I don't know if we got worked or whatever it was, but I felt like it was a point to where they were like, you know what, they're going to come back, you know. Uh, what was really kind of booming at the beginning was we did have a good amount of coaches. I had about six coaches at one time. And as it was booming, as I was trying to build the company, trying to figure out how to, you know, put money in different spots, uh, it was pretty hard to pay the guys uh, and, and the girls that, that had coaching. And I think a lot of them realize, you know, well, you know, at that point, they didn't want to hold out. And uh, it's cool. You know, they got to get their own things done and they got to pay their own bills. They got their own lives. And I couldn't hate, I couldn't, you know, dislike them or treat them a different way because of that. And so I let them do their thing. And uh, but today, um, for as big as we are, as big as we're growing, I really wish they would have stuck it out because uh, now it's at a point where uh, we could really use that help. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we're going to take what we got. And me and Vince are very blessed to be able to be able to handle all these kids. Uh, today was the first time where I had a parent say, hey, this is a big group. You know, I said, cool. Well, that's where we're making our next step. Like, you know, I'm sorry. But as a program, we got to build. 
and he appreciated that and I think uh, this is a great step I'm very very blessed like I said I'm kinda little uh, at some point got a little overwhelmed with just like how happy and how everything has just been working out really well and um, a lot of it guys again is just my mindset has just changed 100 percent on how to see things how to think of things how to think of failure how to think about the nose how to think about the um the things that have been said to me you know things like that so that i just overcame all that you know and even through the things that life hit me with i was able to get over those things um to a point to uh keep my mind in the right spot to do this uh, my mind did wander a couple times and just like anybody else's does because of life because of life situations um, but I think because I was putting my mind in the right things on my off times and my free time of uh, finding motivation that's what made me keep my mind straight to be able to be where we're at today and um, it's a great thing there's a lot of people I should think about that you're gonna hear them in a lot of my stories and uh, but again from a living room in my buddy's room uh, apartment I'm sorry um, from a thought of man back against the wall what can I do to change my life here what can I do to change my everything what's going on right now what can I do to change my living and, and make a big step in my life and it all happened right there in that moment and today uh, and next month we will hit a milestone so that's awesome it's a great thing so um, leading from there, I wanted to talk about the haters. <laughs> so, let's talk. What's great about having people that will hate on you or dislike what you do or tell you uh, that you can't do certain things... Um, I really wish I would have picked this up when I was younger, but after a while I started realizing like they saying these things because they could never do that. People will tell you these things because they failed. They'll tell you that they, you can't do certain things or you shouldn't do certain things because they failed at it and they know it's not possible. They think it's not possible, you know? Um, coming up in the wrestling industry, that was like the roughest thing um, I was probably being put that I put myself a part of. Like I knew that it was gonna be bad, and I knew it had like its own raw thing, and um, it got bad. Like people were talking so much mess about our my company of the Blockbuster Wrestling because we were these backyard wrestling guys that happened to. Um, take it serious and start started making a name and started making a fuss about what we were doing and people were coming to watch what we were doing you know um i think as you if you if you're in that industry if you've ever heard of the industry um it it's it's very up and down you're going to lose a lot of money uh whether you're a wrestler or a promoter all of it's you know you're going it, it's a lot of money you're going to lose no matter what at the beginning Unless you're very smart, unless you got a lot of investors, unless that town's a wrestling town and things like that. New Braunfels is not a wrestling town. I really wish I could have changed that one day, just like today I'm trying to change it into a basketball town. But 
it, it probably would never be a wrestling town until we really absolutely can put 100% effort to it and I can uh, really get into these big venues, which one day I will. I really want to, that's what we'll, we'll really push. And it's going to get there one day. I really believe it will. Because this next run is going to be the hardest run that we take. So then going back to these haters, the the reason I am speaking of them today is because every time we bring Blockbuster Wrestling back at a point, we take breaks. And a lot of people know about this. We take breaks because we've been tracking our numbers for the past, I mean, hell, it's been eight years since I've been running Blockbuster Wrestling. And I've tracked numbers on why we were losing money. And this town is on a cycle. New Braunfels is on a huge cycle. In September, they go to do, we do the fair. In October, November, we're doing Wassail Fest, all these beer festivals, went Worst Fest, you know. In December, now they've added things here in, in for December for Christmas. Of course, everybody does New Year's. And this is the kind of the, the in February, it's cold. Blockbuster Wrestling's usually at outdoor venues. So it's really hard to run shows around these times because of the consistency of the weather being so cold sometimes that people don't want to sit outside. Um, and then the, the, the holidays and the things, again, that this town does. The most time that Blockbuster Wrestling has been successful is during the summer, of course. The summertime and the spring. Those are our booming months. And so we're, we shoot to that. So, again, when we always try our best to come back, uh, when we make a comeback, it's just all this mess about we're backyarders, we don't know what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And what's funny about it is this kept coming about three, four years ago, you know, when there was one or two backyarders or one or two or three of these guys that they kept running their mouth about when there was only three or four of them around. And what's so hilarious is that these big, bigger guys that have been working their ass off in the industry and moving here and there busting their butt, even working for the company for the guys that they're working at. Same guys. The guys are running their mouth, coming and running their mouth about us. Um, the, that company running about us. They're hiring the same guys. So they're literally talking crap about their own talent. Because eventually there was only like one or two of us. Now that's where it's at. I'm the only one that's still left for Black West Wrestling at this point on the active roster. And they, they're still going to say this stuff, which is so funny. When you have great wrestlers like Bandana Joe, Rob Love... You know, Pitbull, Rue, you know, these guys work their butts off, man. And and to still be called that is ridiculous. And I'm starting to see the change in the in the uh, indie wrestling. And it's a great thing because it's starting to, everybody's starting to show more love uh, around this industry, which is really cool. But most of the time, overall, is you need these people. You need these people to hate on you. You need these people to... You know, try to run down your company by words, that is. The reason why I say that is all about how you see it yourself. This is the way I see it. If people want to talk mess about what I'm doing, I'm going to do it even better for them to talk about it even more and for me to outshow them that I can do what they're saying. I can outdo it all, what they're saying. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what I'm not afraid to do. There's a lot of people that have run their mouth and say these things, but they wouldn't attempt it themselves. And those are the people that absolutely 100% that you shouldn't even let bother you. Because 
that's what's going to affect you from being who you want, being what you, what you want, or want, wanting what you want. Like, those people will hurt you. And the moment they stop you from what you're wanting, that's it. They win. And you can't let them win. And that's why you need them, though, because it'll show you that you can overcome these things. You have to overcome them. You need them to even call you out on your bullshit. I always say that you need friends around you that are true to you, that are going to challenge you, and that are going to tell you the 100% honest truth so you can learn from it. No bullshit. Why bullshit? Why do we need a bullshit for? Why? For you to be doing wrong, things the wrong way for so long? That doesn't make any sense. So that's why you should have those people around you. Vince, Romero, my partner on, in wrestling and in basketball, he don't sugarcoat shit. He tells me straight up, hey, man, you can't be doing this, man, because of this reason. This doesn't look right, bro. You shouldn't do it like this. Bro, you can't do that shit. Like, he tells me straight up. And that's the type of people that you need to be around. That's the type of people that you need to be around in your business. That's the type of people you need to be around in the office. You know, like, those are the things that you need to do so that way. That those people that are there for so that way you can do the things that you want. And, again, those haters will do those things that tell you these things. And what they do the most is they will sit back and they will look for the things to be able to talk about. They will wait and sit back and just be the guy in the back of the room, the most quietest guy in the back of the room. And the moment you say or do something wrong, that they know that they can just be like, ah, look, you fucked up, or hey, you did this. Look at this dumbass over here. He sucks at this. Why? So they can get their word out, so they can get their attention that they need, so that can put them to sleep at night. So that way they can feed off of that and think that they're building something for themselves when they're the ones that probably ain't even doing anything for themselves. So that's why you need haters. But at the same time, you need to be able to control your mind to understand why you need them. Do they drive you? Hell, some of them even give me ideas. Some of them I look at and I'm like, man, I don't ever want to be that person. And that makes me appreciate who I am. Because I want a better people. I don't care who you are. I want to better you. I want you to be a better you. And the only way for you to do that is for you to have a strong mindset. Hating is not going to get you anywhere. That is not going to get you anywhere. And that's why you can't be that way either. Appreciate what you have. If you see somebody not good at something, tell them... You know, maybe something to your feedback or maybe give them somewhere they can go to get better. Because the more we can do that for each other, the more everybody can be happy with their lives because they're doing what they want to do because they love it. Can you say what you're doing right now that you love? Like, when you wake up tomorrow morning, are you happy to be up to be able to do what you do? Are you going to be happy throughout the day because you get to do what you do? Don't get me wrong. Work is work. But do you still love it? Do you still be happy most days and not then angry or upset or depressed most days? Do you like what you do? Because at the end of the day, there's only one person that can change that. No matter your situation. Two, three kids, no home, no car. There's always a way out of things. But you are the only one that can change that.
I believe in you. Hell, you should believe in yourself. You definitely, definitely believe in yourself. So, with that being said, take in the haters. Take them a great, with, you know, take them in with a great thought, knowing that literally watch and hear what they're saying. Listen to it. Take it in. And throw it out. Don't look back at it. Don't look back at it. Because the moment you look back at it is the moment you're continuing to let it affect your success. So don't let it affect your success. You're better than that. You can do that. So enough with that. This is why I call this one for my spectators. And also for you people that are going to listen to this, need some motivation. Don't let people hate on you. Do great stuff. All right, people. So what I wanted to get to as well was my agenda, what I'm doing for the rest of the week. It is Wednesday as we're ending the day today. It's already past Wednesday. It's actually, oh, we're 20 minutes there till 12 at this time I'm recording this. So Thursday, tomorrow, I got a game in San Marcos with my Cross Lutheran boys. We're going to go out there, play some hoops, hopefully get a W. We won on uh, Monday. We won by two points. It was a nail biter. It was a great game. Boys stepped it up. Um, they did some good stuff, man. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty happy for them that they're growing as a team. Um, we're getting ready for our two back-to-back -back tournaments next weekend and then the following weekend. Uh, we got a, a Calsa tournament and a state tournament and to end the season, so we're looking forward to that. Friday, we're going to go ahead and uh, have some practice at night, um, also a little open gym. And Saturday, I will be all over New Braunfels. Uh, I'm going to be talking to a couple sponsors for wrestling and basketball. I'm going to be going to basketball games throughout the day. And then I will end the night with a night light uh, with a couple buddies. Um, people, you know, one thing that I want to explain is um, you work hard and you need to almost award yourself in some way. And the way I award myself is hanging out with the people that I love on literally two days. Well, I want to say two full days. If you want to put it together, maybe it's about a good 10 hours that I get to hang out with my friends. And if you really, really know me, you understand that I literally put my days into hours. There's always something you could be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, after I record this podcast, I got to get ready for bed. I get my stuff ready for tomorrow morning, and it's time to get ready for bed. You know what I mean? Like, I get everything ready. So in the morning, even if I do wake up late for some crazy reason, or... Um, you know, just, you know, just things ain't ready to go or things ain't going right. I literally have my bags by my door ready to go. So it's, you know, always be ready. So that's where it's at. I just want to just like you, I just want you to understand like your, the hours in your days are crazy. I wish there was more days, more hours in a day that would help it out so much, you know? So, but try your best to just, um, manage your time. And doing that, so I'm always on the ball, trying to always make sure things are going. Um, but again, Saturday, going, I go out with my friends most of the time at night to just give myself a little bit of break from everything, lose my mind with some good stuff. And what's crazy about it is, um, I <laughs> I go out and I still work. You know, there's always people asking me about certain things, uh, about basketball, about wrestling, and I literally gained a sponsor um, for my podcast uh, last week by going out, like going out with my friends and, you know, we walked into the bar and 
Uh, a buddy from mine that has a business of of, uh, of insurance comes up to me and says, hey, I want to sponsor your podcast. I said, deal. But let's talk when we're not in this uh, atmosphere. Um, and, you know, we don't have uh, any adult beverages in us and we're good to go. <laughs> so that was a cool thing. But, guys, uh, it's really cool. So that's what I'm doing for the weekend. I'm going to go out and hang out with a couple of buddies because over the next two weekends I will be in Houston. Uh, so I'm going to enjoy that time with some friends. And then um, Sunday... I have to, uh, got some important meetings that I hope one day that I get to tell you about, um, it has to concern with, um, the future of my programs and stuff. So I'm really 100% just praying, hoping everything just crosses right and all these things work out and I can sit here and tell you, uh, the process of everything that's happening now and tell you the story of what could happen and what's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to all of that. Uh, but uh, let's talk Blockbuster Wrestling before I get out of here for these last five minutes and uh, knock out this podcast in a 25-minute. Uh, All right, so Blockbuster Wrestling, again, I released out literally today that we will be having uh, our next show on March 18th. That is a Sunday. Um, one match that we know for sure I released this my last podcast is my sixth Man scramble match for the new Braunfels title. Uh, I'll be defending that championship. And I can go ahead and tell you. Uh, uh, no. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> You're going to have to figure, find that out as we get closer on who's going to be in that match. Um, and we will see what happens with that. Bandana Joe's going to be coming down and defending his Blockbuster Wrestling Championship. We uh, got somebody in line that's willing to uh, step up to the plate, and we will also be releasing that soon. But one thing that I do want to tell you is uh, I've been really excited to bring Blockbuster Wrestling back. I've been kicking back, sitting back, watching to see what uh, all the talent's been doing here in lo uh, locally and in the area. And at the same time, um, man, I can't thank Laredo Wrestling Alliance some enough. Like Those guys helped me out so much to help uh, bring a great show over here. We help each other out in a way when, that, when, when we're doing these shows. And uh, it's a great thing. And so that's where I wish the wrestling industry would be coming, come together a lot more like the way me and LWA does. I mean, I'm sure other companies do do it, and that's cool. I don't care who you are, and I don't care who's talking crap about our company. If you're doing that with your company, that's great. That's what this company, that's what wrestling should be about. At the end of the day, if you ask me, what did I most enjoy about Blockbuster Wrestling? It's going to be that the fact that I was able to give gentlemen these opportunities to get in a squirrel circle to better their craft. That's it. That is my number one goal. Number one goal. If it was about money, I wouldn't be doing this shit right now. But it's not about money. It's about the fact that I'm able to give these gentlemen an opportunity to get in the ring to better their craft, to go on and be better better themselves to maybe get themselves to the top to wherever that place is for them. And to me, I get to sit back and watch these guys grow and enjoy some wrestling. I love wrestling, you know. So it's a great thing to be able to do that. It's a blessing that I still be able to wrestle. It's going to be a sad day that this year that I'm going to have to put up, uh, I shouldn't even say the boots. I never even wrestle in boots. I always wrestle in basketball shoes because that's what I do. It's what I do. And, um, you know, when I lace up the shoes and throw them over the... Uh, the the uh, wire up on the poles up in the street that's gonna call it you know but that's gonna happen this year and we have to 
uh, in the J-Rock era of being in the ring this year. And um, so this is my, uh, what do they call it? Like your, um, in your career ending road trip or whatever. So this can pretty much be it, but we ain't going on a road trip, yo. Your boy J-Rock's only wrestled here in New Braunfels, and I only planned on doing that. I didn't want to travel. I didn't think uh, I put enough effort into needing to travel uh, towards the um, craft of wrestling. I didn't work on it as much as I should have, and I uh, didn't want to waste anybody's money and time uh, to go wrestle elsewhere to where I can just stay here and know I can entertain the people here and do my best to create good matches with the people here. Uh, that I bring to my company and all the guys that I've worked with, I've appreciated you throughout the years. Uh, my favorite opponent has been Mr. A3O, who is uh, Vince Romero, which you've heard that name probably like five times in this podcast. And uh, I'm hoping to go at least one more with him. He's, uh, I believe he's going to work his way to see if he can get cleared by the doctor. He's going to have to go through a few of them, but we're hoping we can get at least one more match in uh, before I can end the J-Rock wrestling character. People, Stay tuned. Check it out. Remember, you check out our sponsor, New Braunfels Hoopmasters, on www.facebook.com slash nbhoopmasters. Check us out on there. Send us a like. Um, give us a like. Share the page. And uh, we're going to go ahead and do this again here pretty soon. People, I promise the next time I do this, I will have a guest. So with that being said, I will surprise you. People, you don't get today back. Make sure you do something nice for somebody. And remember, our tomorrows are never promised. It's your boy J-Rock, and I am out of here. And we are going to dab on them haters and jabronis. Laters, y'all.